What's going on, everybody? We're back with another episode of the Coast to Coast podcast. We're doing way too early awards predictions because, I mean, it, it's just fun, man. I mean, it's, it is way too early, but we'll do who should win, who will win uh, based off everything we've seen. So what's going on, my guys? What's up? Doing so well. We on break. We already know who Jose's uh, defensive player of the year candidate is, so we can skip that one for him. Uh, I think I think you might be surprised then. I think you might be surprised. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll just get into it. Yeah, we'll start off with the coach of the year. A lot of deserving candidates, but uh, I'll start with you, Jose. Who's your go-to guy for coach of the year? Yeah, coach of the year is for show not fucking Cliff Kingsbury, like, <laughs> like it is for Bleacher Report. No Bleacher way. Report, Bleacher Report, you are bugging. Um, they know what they're doing. They're just generating chatter. <laughs> Yeah, that's facts. Um, but Brandon Staley, he's he's got to be the coach. It's gonna be either him or McVeigh, um, because I mean that those are like the two best teams right now. I mean the Cardinals are good, but Cliff Kingsbury's not. Uh, but yeah, Brandon Staley, he took this Chargers team who last year like could not close out games. Like they were losing really like every close game they were in, it seemed they were losing, um, and now they're first in the division. And they've only had one loss, and that's to the future Super Bowl winner, Dallas Cowboys. So, Liam, what about you, man? Um, I think I got to go again with Brandon Staley. I mean, the way he's been, you know, so good offensively this season as a guy who's a primary defensive coach. I was watching a video about it talking about how the fact that he's reluctant to go for these fourth downs. Not a thing you'd see from a defensive-minded coach who would say, uh, nah, we'll just punt it. We can stop them on defense. I believe in my unit. Uh, despite them having a, still a really good unit, regardless, they were going for fourth downs in their own territory. He knew in that game against the Browns that uh, it was just going to be who can score the most touchdowns. And when you had that faith in your offense, you know you got one of the best young quarterbacks. He's a top five quarterback in this league at this point. Uh, we'll get to him when it comes to MVP. But um, really like Brendan Staley here to win this award. But my sleeper for this, um, I'm heading Matt Rule. I feel like he's commanding a really good unit out there in Carolina. If they don't want to go with the guy uh, that, you know, leads a top place team in the AFC, I could see them going Matt rule uh, in the way him and Joe Brady have been working together, but voters may stay away from that for the fact that uh, Joe Brady seems to get a lot of credit for the way this team works. Yeah, I agree with both of you guys. Uh, it has to be Staley. Just the fact that Chargers are winning games, like you guys mentioned it, that they never win, like those close games, they're able to finally close them out. They've had struggles with that. Seems like forever now, at least the last few years. Um, so that alone, and you're getting the most out of Herbert, and they're they're fantastic, man. And it's such a balanced attack. I mean, Eckler's doing his thing this year. What like RB four now, fantasy wise? He's been a beast Two. too. Jesus, crazy. They've been fantastic. So uh, we'll just go to the next one, which I think is probably going to be unanimous as well. Pretty easy. Uh, comeback player of the year, Jose. I'll, I'll go to you because I mean, th this has to be your guy. Yeah, uh, one thousand percent. There's no way anyone else is taking home this award. Uh, it's Dak Prescott, and I mean, I think when he went down last year, I literally said it. I was like, his, you know, his route to comeback player of the year starts today, uh, and he's been amazing. Like he's been so much more than I could have ever expected, especially coming back from like two different injuries. He had the ankle, and he also had the the lat injury that was like plaguing him through the end of preseason like you know there was questions whether he was going to be able to start the season um but i mean he's third in touchdowns with 13 10th in yards with almost 1400 and only three picks 
to a four and one Cowboys start to the season. Probably the best start to the season we've seen since his rookie year. Uh, I I don't remember any any year where we've looked this good on both sides of the ball. Yeah, guy, I think it's unanimously Dak. But if you want to see from the aspect of not a guy returning from an injury, but a guy returning from a terrible situation. Uh, it didn't look good last week, but Sam Darnold has a good shot at this award as well. Uh, giving my Panthers some love here. Well, not my Panthers, but uh, the Panthers some love here. Uh, Sam Darnold's been able to turn his career around, uh, you know, up there in the lead leaders in rushing uh, touchdowns. Uh, he's been able to command this unit, uh, turning DJ Moore finally into uh, a guy that looks like an all pro that uh, we saw his trajectory of the career to begin to look like. Uh, we would obviously love to see him get more involved with Robbie Anderson, but with the return of Christian McCaffrey, I think it's only going to make Darnold look more poised. And if they can be able to get this team into a wild card berth, you know, something that Teddy Bridgewater couldn't do, I think it's a good thing that, you know, maybe they don't want to go with Dak because maybe Dak wins, who knows, MVP Offensive Player of the Year or something like that. Maybe they want to, you know, toss that award to Sam Darnold, but it should go to Dak without a question. Yeah, Sam, definitely Dak. Got to show some love to Joe Burrow, too, who I think is having like a similar – in a similar situation, he got injured pretty early uh, last year, and he's been balling on the Panthers through a three and two. You know, they look frisky. I mean, I'd be surprised if they like ended up making the playoffs, but uh, he's been balling as well. So we'll go to our next award, uh, Defensive Rookie of the Year. I'll start with you, Liam. What's your pick? Yeah, um, a lot of guys we've seen some good performance from recently, especially my man Gregory Rosso. Uh, going on that Sunday night football matchup, uh, got himself AFC Defensive Player of the Week honors, getting a sack and an interception uh, against Patrick Mahomes. But the way this man's been playing out there, um, you know, they didn't get that defensive bat that they were expected to draft this year. But I think Micah Parsons is a good pick, you know, as even though, again, you know, the favored guy for this award, um, I think he's just been showing that he can be able to get to the passer. I mean, he's been able to get to the quarterback. Uh, he's been able to make tackles in space. I feel like um, it's a good pick for this award. It's a safe pick. Um, some other guys, you know, that could maybe pop up there. I could see Asante Samuel Jr., the way he's been playing these last couple of weeks. Um, I think J.C. Horn would have been a fantastic pick for this award had he not gone down with an injury. But um, otherwise, I think it's Micah Parsons' award to lose at this point. Yeah. Uh, I had you know, a similar – thought process there obviously not just because I'm a Cowboys fan but I mean our rookies have been playing like impact starters I mean Jabril Cox had that goal line stand against Daniel Jones last week um our I don't fucking know his name it's like Osa something the, the D tackle from Washington yeah yeah from UCLA I think he is oh UCLA but yeah he's been like so insane like he doesn't look like a rookie out there uh and also Micah Parsons has been Obviously tremendous, but uh, Jeremiah Owosu Karamoa, another guy who you know, I mean, he was the highest graded PFF linebacker for like a few weeks. He's still he's still probably top three, um, and he's he's been a huge impact player for Cleveland in this defense, alongside a guy who is spoiler alert probably going to win Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, I love JOK. I love Russo too. He's been really steady on the Bills, but I think yeah. Liam said it like it definitely is Parsons to lose because like just the fact that he's like him and Diggs like you know rejuvenating your guys's defense for, you know resurrecting your guys's defense is a lot to be said for sure so then we'll do defensive player of the year uh 
dig i mean another cowboys candidate on here but my my big scare <laughs> i think garrett has been like number one pick he's outplayed his expectations he's been insane i yeah. mean what four and a half sacks five sacks against the bears alone like he's just been going ape so what about you guys yeah i also had garrett uh i had trayvon Diggs second behind miles garrett because especially after was it last season was last season the whole uh mason rudolph thing or was that two years ago two, seasons, two years ago okay um still though i feel like the narrative around garrett was that he's just like this hot-headed like you know, wild player similar to like uh, a Jadavy on Clowney. Crazy now they're on the same fucking team. Um, <laughs> but like Miles Garrett is just yeah, he's fucking a monster, dude. Have you seen that? Have you seen that clip where he it looks like he's literally teleporting? <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> that shit's, insane, bro. He's that shit's nuts. He yeah, he's falling. oh my god. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, um, I think a guy that we got to talk about that who would have been everyone would have put money on if he played the way he did week one is Chandler Jones. Uh, I don't think he's got a sack since that game, uh, which is not good to see. Um, honestly, I like the Garrett pick, but the sleeper, which uh, how far down is he on these? Uh, cannot see his odds. Where is he? Uh, but no, Matthew Judon um, of the New England Patriots has been unlocked this season. Uh, he has four straight games with a sack, uh, two, and two of those games were uh, two and two and a half sacks each. Um, it seems like uh, he's also second in uh, TFLs. Actually, no, he's tied for first in TFLs alongside Miles Garrett. You know, not really a flashy pick. Uh, you know, probably going to be like that, you know, TJ. I mean, TJ Watt's still kind of a flashy guy, but like a guy that kind of bursts onto the scene is going to make a contention with him. Obviously, you know, we expect Garrett to get it, but um, – a dude that has got to give props to any Eagles fans watching there. Javon Hargrave has been a monster this season, um, taking over that role, you know, that Fletcher Cox used to be there, the enforcer, uh, taking that more of a leadership veteran role and letting Javon Hargrave get in there. You know, six sacks on the season, uh, top of the league in TFLs, uh, tied up there for uh, fourth. I uh, love what I'm seeing from him. But, again, this is an award that at the point of being, you know, the way Garrett is, um, you know, he should take it, probably get around like 16, 17, 18 sacks. Yeah, he's been such a monster this year. Um, yeah, my pick as well. We'll move on to uh, offensive rookie of the year. I think a lot of really interesting candidates and just a lot of guys that, you know, only a couple have really been like really steady, like th through the first, you know, five weeks. But I think there's a lot of guys that are, you know, starting to turn it up, starting to play better, I think make this a much more compelling race. But, uh, I'll start with you, Liam. Who's your guy for offensive rookie of the year? I'm looking at these odds right now, and I honestly should put money on this because it's kind of criminal to see Najee Harris is six. Najee, I know. Disrespectful. That is that is disrespectful to see Najee Harris. We've seen the work that he's been getting in these last couple of weeks. In terms of you know a fantasy wise, uh, he finds himself as a top uh, running back uh, in, in terms of fantasy. Looking at his yards in terms of rushing. Uh, nothing too crazy. Uh, he's 14th in the league, but he's getting a lot of volume in the pass catching game. Uh, it just seems like he's on way to, you know, have a monster season. I'm expecting a huge game uh, again on Sunday night football going against the Seahawks. But um, I mean, Ozzie Chase, I feel like 
people just think he's going to win it because, you know, oh, Jefferson was so good, but Chase was so much better in college, and Chase has been looking so good recently. Oh, he's going to have breaking Randy Moss and 17 touchdowns in the season record. I mean, I, receivers, I feel like that run into bigger, like, rookie walls than running backs, especially with Najee Harris. You know, they lose Juju Smith-Schuster. Obviously, James Washington will step in that role, but it's going to be a lot more work for Najee. Um, I don't know how Mac Jones is that high. I feel like Mac Jones is just kind of a boring pick for rookie of the year. I don't think I would, would really want to vote for him because he doesn't have anything that's <laughs> like – jumps it's off like the a table. safe pick, I guess. But um, if Justin Fields begins to pick up a, a three and – a four and one Bears team, I think, something like that. Um, four and one? There's something like that. I, or maybe they're no uh, three and two. They're three and two maybe. Okay, wait, hold on. Yeah, they're three and two. They're three and two. They're second in the NFC. Now. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they are. That's still, that still shocks me. Yeah. They're better than the Vikings, technically. But um, I could see Fields if he – I mean, he's not leading this team to a while. Actually, no, I'm not going to say that because I would love to see it happen. But um, uh, if Fields can pull some stuff off. Um, but I think I Najee Harris should be a clear-cut pick. I feel like it's more likely for Trey because I think Trey is in a better position to, like, lead his team to the playoffs. I mean, I'm not saying he's been playing better than Fields. I think they've been kind of the same, honestly, but like if you, if he ended up getting us in a wild card, I think that would warrant a lot of votes as well. You know? Yeah. I just, eh, I, I, I don't know if they're going to play well enough. Guy. That's the thing. I, I think they're both like a year away still. You can tell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, what about you, Jose? Yeah, definitely. I definitely don't understand how Najee is so fucking low. And also how Trevor Lawrence is tied with Trey Lance and also like significantly above Justin Fields. I feel like he's not really been impressive at all. Um, but my pick is it's Jamar Chase. I mean, you guys know how much I love this guy. He's seventh in yards, second in touchdowns. He's he's looked really good. And I, re, I, re, I know what you're saying about the, the rookie walls with, with receivers especially, but – I mean, this is this is Joe Burrow's guy. Like, he's gonna get his targets, and I, I think it's in in jo, uh, Jamar Chase's hands, literally, um, if he if he wants if he wants this award bad enough. Yeah, agree. I mean, Chase and Najee, they're just like they're playing at like the elite levels. Like, they're playing like up to par with like the best at their position, and like everyone else to me is just like playing good for you know playing good for rookie for standards. a rookie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But Najee and Chase are like, I mean, dude, Najee is insane. He's right up there to me. And on a terrible offensive line, I mean, you know, Chase at least has a pretty confident quarterback in Burrow. But I think either one, I think the odds, like Najee's, like, Najee's odds are, like, too good. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's definitely worth, worth a look for sure. But I think Chase is the safer pick probably. So we'll move on. Last one, most controversial one, the one that always – Always gets you. It's it's one person one week and one person next. It's the MVP. Wait, um, offensive player of the year. Offen- oh, offensive. Is there? Well, no yeah. way. Oh, I didn't. Sorry, I didn't have odds on. They didn't give me offensive player of the year odds. Oh, right, fair enough. Shame on bet online. Shame, shame. Okay, offensive player of the year. I'll start it's with you. Pretty, it's pretty wrapped up, I would say. Yeah. Uh, it's it's probably not gonna go to a quarterback just because I feel like it, it a, hasn't a been quarterback. Such a long time. Yeah, like MVP is already such a quarterback award. It's like offensive player of the year. You got to give it to someone else. Um, so 
I would say it's pretty much Derrick Henry's award to lose at this point. I mean, he's first in yards, first in touchdowns, 640 and seven touchdowns. Like this guy, as as average as the Titans have been, this guy has been a fucking monster every single week. Every single, single week. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Shout out to King, man. Uh, Liam, um, what about you? I got I. Oh, wait, hold sorry, on. sorry. Oh, there you go. Sorry. I got two picks for this. I felt like the first one who could creep up for this Lamar Jackson. We all saw the statistics. Yes. He's yes. like 16th in the league in total yards amongst, if you compare him as teams, like this man is on a mission for something. Um, I love to see it. Um, you know, if he can, you know, he's going to be up there with a thousand yard rushers. He's going to be up there. Um, probably just below, just above that 4,000-yard passing mark, I think, you know, with the way um, that extra game looks this season. But I got to say this just because I put it as my sleeper this offseason. I think Austin Eckler still got a chance. You know, the way he's been getting the receptions, uh, he's been getting touchdowns. I like to see from there. But these odds are criminal on my side. Uh, they have Chris Carson ranked higher than Ezekiel Elliott in terms of odds. Uh, they have Kirk Cousins tied with Najee Harris, and, uh, and uh, they have DeAndre Hopkins uh, higher than like Kamara, Kelsey, Mahomes, uh, all these other dudes, and he hasn't been that great this season. But fuck the odds, whatever. Hey, Adam Thielen plus three thousand. Yeah, he, yeah. Nah, he sunk it up against Detroit. I think he kind of. He didn't help his case. Bro, Lamar is plus 2,000. What the fuck? That's insane. I think just that non-QB bias might be playing into that. Because, yeah, it should be Henry, but I, I would vote for Lamar. Lamar, I mean, he's, what, fifth in passing, like eighth in rushing yards? I mean, come on. Hey, yo, I mean, hey, yo they, got, they got Nick Chubb at second, plus 1,000. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even think he's been the best running back on his team yeah. this year. Like, he <laughs> legit has it. In terms of definitely not in fantasy. Player, nah, yeah, not you gotta just pick the whole offensive line at that point. <laughs> Literally, Kareem Hunt's not even on you. Yeah. He's not even on it. On rookie of the year, they had offensive rookie. They put Rashawn Slater on there. Respect the fuck out of him. Hey, who's the guy that said that he liked Rashawn Slater's game? It was like a D lineman. He was like, "I like Rashawn Slater's game." <laughs> but, uh, I'm gonna look it up. Oh, I think – oh, yeah. Did you see the thing uh, – uh, uh, Slater yelled at Eckler. He's like, I want a 1v1 Miles Garrett. Don't touch him. <laughs> yeah, I need to see what happened after he said that. That's some no, savagery. He, he held him pretty well. Slater's doing really well this season. I, I know that. Yeah, he has. He rightfully so is up there for uh, offensive rookie of the year. But it's not going to happen. If the lineman ever wins it, it, Quentin Nelson was the only guy that was ever going to win it, so – if it was going to be, yeah, one, so Slater has been great, but um, yeah, I think it should be Lamar, it probably will be Henry, but we'll move on finally. We'll get back to it. MVP. Um, I'm gonna keep mine short and sweet. I think it probably will end up being Josh Allen, he has a pretty easy schedule coming up. And just the fact if he if they keep demolishing teams like that, it's probably gonna be him, but it really should be Lamar in all honesty with all the injuries they've had. He's keeping that team afloat. Him and Glaze Campbell are just like backpacking right now and uh I it should be Lamar but it probably would be Josh Allen. I don't know what do you think Liam 
give me Tampa Bay, Tom Brady. I, I think Humble. the way the way it's been looking this season. I mean, this man is playing some of the best football of his career. He's forty four years old and what a five time MVP. I think the storyline looks perfect. You know, coming off a Super Bowl win, uh, Tom Brady. You know, he's playing like uh, he's back in his twenties, slinging the rock. Um, in terms of passing yards, uh, he ranks. Uh, oh, did he? Oh no, he ranks first in passing yards. Uh, 15 touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, he's been way more efficient. You know, that second half Tom Brady that we saw last season compared to the interception turnover prone Brady from the first half of last year. Um, I, I just, he's got AB looking like he's in full form right now. Uh, he's still got Chris Godwin. He's got Mike Evans, who's been doing great. He's got Rob Gronkowski coming back. Uh, he put up that 400 yard, five touchdown game without his number one favorite target and Rob Gronkowski, who was on pace to like have like 20 plus touchdowns this season. So I'm rocking with Tampa Bay Tom. I'd love to see it happen. Sure. Great, great odds too. Honestly. I mean, mine's like plus five fifty. That's, that's pretty solid. What about you? Mine says plus, wait, mine says plus 700 for Tom. I got, plus Oh, even better, even better. Yeah. Um, but I got Justin Herbert. Give me that man with the hair. I mean, dude, he's been he's just been so fucking good. Um, who did they play last last week? Browns. Browns. Yeah, they the Browns. Like crazy game. And he's turned and he's turned Mike Williams into a legit wide receiver one. Like, like he's like hitting a ceiling. Like he like unlocked yeah. Mike Williams. Yeah, I mean he looks like a seasoned veteran out there, and he, it's his second year. I mean, it's very Dak Prescott-esque. Um, he's got 1,500 yards, 13 touchdowns, three picks. And once again, their only loss was to the future Super Bowl winners. Uh, they they beat up on the Chiefs, beat up on the Ravens. It's, this, team, this team is good, but Herbert is a, a big part of why this team has been this good. Yeah, I love Herbert's odds too. He's been awesome. That dude, that might be my game of the year so far. That Browns uh Chargers game was insane. And they yeah. play the Ravens next week. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna beat up on the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they beat up on the Chargers. Browns. You think the Chargers are gonna beat up on them? I mean, hey, we bet on I bet on them. So nah, yeah. I don't think it's we'll gonna see. be a beat down. I think it'll be close. Nah. But... Uh, I don't know though. I don't know. Ravens though, are favorites are favorited in this matchup, by the way. Yeah, but I still like the Chargers to win. But I like the Chargers. I really like the Chargers. Without with only Marlon Humphrey out there, it's hard for them to in a weak secondary outside of Humphrey. It's hard for them to be able to cover uh, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, and Austin Eckler. And And Eckler. But look at how like how many yards they gave up against the Browns, and I I think the Ravens are pretty not maybe not as good, but definitely like close to the same rushing attack. Just watch yeah. out for Marquise. I think shut down Marquise Brown. He's been the guy that's been really their main pass catcher this year. I think you really forced him into a rough cool. situation. Dude, Andrews, though. Okay, but Andrews we, we were bashing on Andrews. We were bashing on Andrews. If it wasn't for that game, he wouldn't be as highly ranked as he is now. But uh, yeah. Career highs across the board, I believe, for Mark, and Mark Andrews that game. Shout out. But Insane. some of these odds on my site are abysmal. I'm on Bovada. You got Tua Tagovailoa rated higher than Daniel Jones. They got Trevor Lawrence tied with Dalvin Cook. I mean, sure, <laughs> he's been out. But, like, they got fucking Sam Darnold tied with Joe Burrow. And Derek I, I saw that. <laughs> like, what the hell? 
They got, got Baker Jameis. up there. What what has Baker done? Baker's uh, like, hey, Baker's like it's just for them to get free money, bro. Whatever, yeah. They got Jameis above Jalen Hurts and Tyree Killer right here. They got Mac Jones tied with uh, it's Mac Jones higher than Aaron Donald and Jameis Winston. Some, Some of these are fucking stupid, bro. Well, who making What's Stafford? Awesome? I think Stafford would be a, a he's solid top five. Too. I think no, he's just out the top of the top five. He's uh, Stafford has good value too. I, I don't think he'll end up winning it, but he definitely has some good value. Yeah, that game against the Seahawks didn't look too promising. Yeah, I know. Y'all want to talk been, about he's just been uh, sick. Y'all want to talk about who's your uh breakout player candidate for this sure. year? Oh, you got one on the top of your head. I gotta look real quick. Yeah, I, I got you. This is I got your I got y'all's boy. <laughs> I know he's both of y'all's boy now. Oh Cooper Cooper Cup. <laughs> yeah. Man, is he still wide receiver one? Would you consider it a breakout though? Because he had a pretty good season, like like he had a really good season, like a couple of seasons. He's had like yeah, he's had like good seasons, yeah. but okay, nothing... yeah, like, he was like fancy like wide receiver four like two years ago. Do His highest know? yardage was 1,100. What team has two top 10 rushers right now? The Browns. Browns? No, Cowboys. Tony Cowboys, Pollard, yeah. 10. Highest <laughs> grade PFF running back, Tony wow. Pollard. Damn. I think Chase Edmonds deserves some talk in terms of breakout because uh, he wasn't really that good. I mean, sure, he hasn't had a touchdown this year, but that's not, you know, the total uh, package of a player. I think – Man, fuck Derrick Henry breaking out just per usual, but um, not, nothing like huge name that comes. I mean, to mind. Diggs, Diggs has to get some consideration too. Oh, Diggs, yeah. Oh, Mike Williams. What are we doing? What are we smoking? Yeah, well, Mike, Mike Williams. Williams. Yeah, Mike Williams. Um, yeah. Marquise Brown. Also, shout out Debo too. Shout out Debo. Debo. Debo has um, been amazing. Yeah. This year. Michael Pittman Jr.'s top twenty in receiving yards. Um, yeah, he's been really good. Fuck. There's some decent guys playing out here. Oh, Cordell Patterson. What the hell? Cordell. Where did this dude come from? Cordell, yeah. He, he's been around for a little bit. He just is. But having, he's not. Like, no, he, he's not good offensively. He's good kick returning. Yeah, wise. he's a good kick returner, but then he just turned into a beast this year. He bossed it, up. Yeah. This he's is been a legit like, option. Like, this is what yeah. we need Percy Harvard to turn into. Facts. Right? Who is so OP in fantasy because he's literally a wide receiver and a running back. Uh And rightfully so. It's not like he just, like, gets, like, the BS, like, Taysom Hill thing where it's like, oh, he's tight end Mm -hmm. and quarterback. Like, no, this man's playing both of it, like, consistently. No, yeah, this dude literally, like, is the ultimate utility player. (laughs) Yeah. He's riding on one of my benches right now because my team's too stacked. But Dude, he's what Camaro wishes he was, honestly. (laughs) Kamara's been—he's been fine. He's been okay. Hey, he's been on—he's been on a ton of teams. He spent four years in Minnesota, one year in Oakland, a year in New England, two years in Chicago, and now he's in Atlanta. He was in New England. Yeah, he's a four-time Pro Bowler, actually. Wow. Yeah. Or in three time, four-time All-Pro selection. Yeah, because he's a kick return specialist. He—you guys have seen like the the Skycam video when he returns the touchdown? That one's sick. They have, like the camera tracking him, just like 102 yard kick return. Yeah, I'm. I might have been. He's only ever started 38 games in his career. It's like Devin Hester. 
So yeah, literally. Just how it be. Okay. You got anything that's else? That's any other awards I missed? Nah. Nah. If you pick Cliff Kingsbury to win Coach of the Year, you retarded. Sorry. You're losing money. Thanks. Like, this man's gonna kick another seventy-yard field goal, get returned to the house. So it'd be your own fault. The fucking Matt Prater. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right. Well, that's gonna wrap it up. Well, uh, hopefully this comes to fruition. Yeah. Don't waste your money on Cliff. Please don't. He's he. Oh my gosh. If put he, your money on our bets because. Yeah. Put some money on our bets. Nineteen, now. nine, and one. Save that money from Cliff and put it on us. Sixty-eight percent, I think, accuracy so far, and we got eight bets total this week. We coming in with yeah. Hit, ones. Get the teasers. Teasers are free money. All right. Yeah, but that'll do it. Hope you guys enjoyed. We'll see you soon with our uh, week six recap. Uh, Hopefully it's a good week of football. So without further ado, peace.